0: Welcome to the Wobbly Arrow Podcast, featuring your favorite host, beautiful and
1: lovely, talented
0: Justin Horn,
1: a world famous, yeah. world famous, yeah.
2: and Jimmy. I said, "Honey,
1: <laughs> I
2: think I got a tick in my butt crack."
1: I'm like a 16 year old girl who just turned 16. Look at me like I'm some crackhead. Oh, I looked at him like a, he was a 16 year old girl that, that just turned, just turned 16. Uh, okay. <laughs> his butt cheeks for some reason. Yeah, I, I like to do that when I'm nervous. Justine, Justine, Justine. Hi, That's Justin. Good. How's it going, Jimmy? I'm good. Doing all right? Yeah, how was that? It
2: was pretty good. I, I panty, liked it. Panty dropper. Panty dropper? I think so. There's no panties to be dropped.
1: <laughs> you didn't bring the mankini? I
2: didn't bring the mankini. If I would, have, I'd what dropped them the for you. What the hell's up with that shit. Might be some poop stains on one
1: side, though. Oh. Yeah. Just one side? Just one side. Why
2: just one side? Well, because I, I wash my balls. It's not my
1: well, welcome to the Wobble Arrow.
2: Welcome to everybody.
1: Yes. You heard it here first, right? Something like that. Something like that. Sponsors. Sponsors. <laughs> Illinois ASA Federation. Oh no. Dale and Kara, the coonerts. Good people. Fantastic people. They uh so next weekend is what, the twenty third, twenty fourth, something like that? Something like that. Um, there's actually a pro-am in Illinois down at Metropolis. All right. That's like where the big boys come and play. Ooh, that's where it's starting? Yeah. You get 1,500 people there, maybe a couple thousand. Really? There's a bunch. Yeah. Um, highly recommend going. Most of the manufacturers are there. They bring trailers and you can shoot bows and check out all kinds of good stuff. Why aren't we there? Why aren't we there? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Well, probably because we're doing the championship. Yeah. Could be. Could be. Yeah, we would be, um, what is that, a gnat on an elephant's butt at right. pro-am? <laughs> people think, who are these dickheads? Right, exactly. Uh, so this next weekend is Metropolis, so there'll be no Illinois ASA shoot. There is the ASA pro-am in Metropolis. Highly recommend going. It's a great time. You meet a lot of good people. Um, however, the weekend after July 1st and 2nd, peak in Illinois, Pekin Archers. They're shooting Saturday and Sunday. Sweet. Yep. So, go look them up. Look them up. I think Donuts might be bringing donuts on the Sunday of that shoot. Ooh, really? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and speak for her. Are you? She's bringing donuts? Yeah, I think
2: so. We're watching Jake Quellen. That's
0: right, Jake Quellen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: but she sh- better bring donuts that day. I'm even mad. That's the only reason I'm going. Really? Yeah. Just for the donuts? Not even for the podcast. I'll talk a little bit, but I'm eating donuts.
1: <laughs> you have donuts in your beard.
2: Donuts in the, yeah, my beard, up my nose, everywhere. I oh, might yeah. even store some in my belly button. I'll be foundered. <laughs>
1: We'll Have a donut eating contest.
2: No, we're not having a donut eating contest. <laughs> Why not? Because you'll beat me. Well, I probably can't would. let you win at everything. Prob-
1: <laughs> yeah, right. As <laughs> he was shooting the recurve earlier, and he's like, Here, see, you just do it like here. I'll put it right here. There, that's about the quarter size group. How's that? I'm like, Yeah, thanks. Oh, it's only seven yards, Jimmy. Um, <laughs> hey, you got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. Yeah.
2: The, is that, when you said your were groups weren't so, like, your first shot, or are you just shooting from here to there? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Man, you need to get working on that. I know. Yeah. 12 arrows a day. Yeah, you need to do more than that. I know. A couple oh, hundred. A couple hundred arrows. A couple hundred? Yeah. That's what I was doing. That ain't oh. no joke either. Yeah. A couple hundred arrows. You're dedicated. Every night.
1: I would if I could. I really wanted to kill a deer, though.
2: Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I like, it wasn't like I was just shooting to be shooting at targets. I, and I see,
1: was, I just want to get good enough so when we're out in the yard dinking around, I can actually, can hit, actually
2: hit something. Hit something. Right. Yeah. I shoot three feet over its back. Don't want to
1: set the bar too high. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, next sponsor: Osage Creek Archers. Osage Creek, three D course in Marshall, Illinois. Shoot tomorrow. Shoot tomorrow. That's right. Yeah. What is? Oh, we're on a different night tonight. That's right. Yep. Tomorrow, 17th, Sunday, the 18th, come out and see us, get you a, Hogan dog. a hog dog. That's right, hog dog.
2: That would be a nice beef hot dog. A quarter pound. quarter pounder. A quarter yep. pound of beef. Yep. With uh, some uh, pulled pork mixed in, and that's a, that's a winner. It that's is. definitely a winner.
1: We we actually have people who eat two of them.
2: Really? Yeah. <laughs> who would that be?
1: yeah uh, we
2: don't need to name any names. All right. Yeah, we don't need no
1: fat asses on <laughs> Well, the one guy that comes to mind that usually gets two is as skinny as a rail. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. Spencer. Doesn't, oh, doesn't even... Yeah, he... Spencer Hudson weighs probably what? He's about eight foot tall and weighs about a buck fifty. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I would say
2: that's about it. Most of that's in his beard. Yeah, he can polish off two <laughs> of those like nothing. Uh, he's got a 37 inch draw. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's true. Yeah,
2: it's ridiculous. Yeah. He's got a custom order all his bows. Yeah. Yep. Big and gangly. Like, Long guy. Gangly.
1: Um so, Osage Creek Archers, come out and see us. Last sponsor, Nice Archery. Quality, integrity, commitment to the customers. Had a guy come in the shop tonight. It was his first time here. I uh, had a bow, got it set up and dialed in for him. He was extremely tickled pink. Tickle uh, pink. tickle pink. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So, that's what I try and do to everybody. That's what he does do to everybody. I will tickle you
2: pink. He will tickle you pink every time you come in. Unless
1: you prefer not to be
2: touched. Right. I won't and touch then you. Then won't
1: tickle your pink. <laughs> tickle you? <laughs> oh, no. Tickle you pink. My bad. I'm Nobody glad my that. wife doesn't listen to this. Yeah.
2: My <laughs> wife doesn't listen either. She can't stand the sound of my voice while I'm home, let alone on the radio <laughs> or <not gonna> <laughs> on a podcast. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> I always ask her. I'm like, hey, did you hear about this or that? No, no. I don't listen.
2: do Okay. It's okay. It is what it is. Yeah, I don't It'll mind. get back around. Uh, She'll hear about it. Yeah, eventually. (laughs) It might be like next year, but she'll hear it.
1: (laughs) So um, tonight's show is going to be fun. I've got one item I want to talk about, and then we're going to get to the Facebook questions. Facebook questions? We reached out to the people. The peoples. Peoples have spoken. That's right.
2: Yeah. Ooh, and I want to mention... We are going to have a giveaway. Yes. Tell us about that giveaway. Really soon. We are going to have a man's and a woman's.
1: Mankinis? Mankinis. Matching mankinis? Yes.
2: Matching mankinis. But the winners have to submit photos. Right. You have to have photos with and without the kini. <laughs> no. Uh, but we're going to have a man and a woman. And we're going to pick one man, one woman. And then we're going to have a bunch of Prime 1 stuff. We're going to have a hat. going to have a nice bottle koozie. And, uh pair of sunglasses and it's all in prime one one is uh pink out they're they're pink prime Ooh. one and one is gonna be
1: well multi purpose multi purpose yep yep and yep.
2: uh and it's it's really cool looking stuff it, uh you know you can you could try to compare it to other stuff but there's there's subtle differences and whatnot it's just really good camo you can go look them up i i wear it religiously uh, it's a, it's different. So you wear it to church? I wear it to church. I uh-huh. wear it to church. I, I wear it while I was doing food plots the other day. They have some really good stuff, and it's really not that expensive. Yep. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it, not compared to anything you buy anywhere else, and I'm talking even cheap generic stuff that you'd buy at Walmart. Some of it's more expensive than the actual good prime one or midway suit, you can get a whole suit for 120 bucks and that's the midway. Yeah. So it's, it's really good stuff. And and I love the camo. It blends really well in most situations. But, uh, how do you spell prime one for people who are going to be googly in it? P R Y M. And then the number one. Okay. And, uh, they'll, they'll have a store. It's uh cross power sports is where they're sold out of. And it'll take you right to the website. If you just Google prime one. Yep. So, not it's not hard to find at all they're always the first thing to pop up so uh but we're gonna have the giveaway and uh, we're gonna pick
1: one man one woman pink and multi-purpose and how how are the uh <coughs> how are the listeners or the viewers gonna gonna submit we're gonna um, do it on facebook okay yeah we'll just do it on
2: facebook and uh we're gonna have you uh, like our page like the uh post and uh share the page. share the post yeah, share cool. actually share the uh, giveaway and then, but uh, mostly it's gonna be like it's gonna be sharing the post and share and, and liking the page is is gonna be the big thing that you have to do.
1: <clears throat> I'll even sweeten the pot. We won't autograph the stuff so we don't ruin it. No, we sure won't. We will uh, leave that out and
2: uh, <laughs> and I understand that that's kind of a bummer because it would be worth at least three or four million dollars. If you did. But uh Well we could sign one of our flyers. We could sign a flyer. Yeah. yeah, we could throw a flyer in there. Signed an autograph. Hopefully. Yeah. People might want that. You know what? That we are gonna do that. We're gonna sign date and put a little I love you letter on the back. Ooh. Yeah. Just just for being a fan. There you go. Yeah, we'll sign it and and you can put that in frame and put that in your house. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice
1: and pretty and <laughs> scientific Lime fact green. that it will increase the sales value of your house. Too. Yes. Increase, and you'll kill bigger deer just yes, for having absolutely. that in your house. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Especially if you hang it close to the closest to your bow, it's like, the closer you get to your bow the more accurate you are and it will actually draw deer to your bow <laughs> big deer you know 150 plus oh really anything under that it scares away it brings in all the 50 150
1: plus what did deer. they charge for moon guides like 30 bucks I think so if if our flyer really did that we'd be gazillionaires. I know
2: <laughs> <laughs> we could only sell so many. You know you couldn't sell it to everybody because if everybody and their brother had one then there's not that many deer. That's so the true. deer would get confused. And then they'd have to just, they'd be going back and forth like, oh, this, here's the flyer here and here's a the flyer there. I don't know where to go. And uh, yeah. So screw your food plots. We're not doing food plots anymore. You're buying wobbly arrow flyers, flyers <laughs> and they cost nothing. All you have to do is just send us an email and we'll mail you one. You, if you put it up in your house in a frame. In a frame. Yeah. It has to be in a frame, but we're not buying the frame. No, no, they have to frame it. We're
1: too cheap. Too cheap. All right, yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. So, one fair of the enough. things I want to talk about, Justin, I don't think you know much about it. It's a program called FHFH. Nope, I I know a little bit about it, but uh, I'm I've
2: never done it myself. And okay, and uh,
1: it's something I started this years ago. um It's called Farmers and Hunters Feeding the Hungry. Okay. So I'm a local area coordinator. The name of my chapter is Eastern Illinois FHFH. Sweet. And what I do is I raise money. And with the money I raise, all the proceeds, it's, I don't get paid, go to paying for hunter-donated deer. It gets turned into ground venison, then distributed to the hungry through food banks, food pantries, soup kitchens, homeless shelters, uh, the Baptist Children's Home, several different areas throughout like four or five counties that, uh, that the meat goes through. Um, several years ago, the boys were little, there was a couple kids, um, that were over playing when we lived in Ashmore, <clears throat> excuse me. And they got in the candy dish and I mean, they were going nuts, just eating, eating, eating eating. Like, my boys, slow down. You're going to get a, you're going to get a sick stomach, sour stomach from this. And they said, well, our mom hadn't been paid yet and we're hungry.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. It broke my heart. Yeah. but bet it did. So That's crazy.
1: I had went through like the year before I had went through, um, carter's ordeal and uh, uh had a lot of people help us um help us out while we we're in the hospital with carter so i felt this need to try and pay it forward i guess would be the right way to say it so that touched me that the that the um, boys were that hungry i thought man maybe this is something i can do you know um help out So we sent them home with food, but I wanted to do something bigger. So I started researching, came across FHFH. Right. Talked to the founder and I said, you know, I don't know if I can do many deer, if I can raise enough money. And he said, he said, Jimmy, if you can pay for one deer, even if it's out of your own pocket, you're going to affect people's lives. Yeah, for sure. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm sold. I'm on board. Right. So I started, um, used to in Illinois, I could take the meat. I could pick up the meat from the processor and take it to the pantries and drop it off. They changed the law in Illinois. You have to have a food handler license or something to do oh, it. Yeah, so yeah, well, they have to go pick I, it
2: up. I, that makes sense. I mean, you don't really. I mean, there's so many stupid people, and, and I'm not. I'm not putting anything down, but there's so many stupid people. Stupid people out there that could <clears throat> just ruin stuff oh, for yeah, everybody. Absolutely, just which sending a bad deer on purpose just to be. Yeah. Butthead, you know.
1: And so um, I don't get a visit with the food pantries like I used to, but one time I had went to Mattoon and I show up with, you know, these laundry baskets full of meat. And the coordinator, the guy who was in charge of that particular food bank said, man, I'm glad to see you. Oh, my gosh, you're an answer to prayer. I said, well, what's going on? That was back when the bird flu scare happened that winter. Yeah. And so the government didn't supply the government chickens that they normally do. Uh, Usually they get so many chickens a month for protein for the clients. They call the people clients. Um, So they had zero protein, and he didn't know what he was going to do. And here I come with like five laundry baskets full, you know, sagging down, ready to break in two with meat. Sweet. Super excited. And that just told me, you know, that how impactful this program is because the most... Expensive commodity that the food banks have to get is meat. It's very expensive.
2: Oh yeah, it's expensive, <clears throat> any which way you look at it. And yeah. Especially here in the Yeah. States.
1: And it's low fat. It's rich in protein. Um, it's a win-win because a lot of hunters, like for instance, um, my family, Carter's hunting now, Lori's yeah. hunting, I'm hunting. If we got enough in the freezer, we're we're giving it to the program. We want right. to feed people. So the families who have multiple members that maybe want to harvest more deer than than what they can consume in a year. Right. Take it to the program. You just drop it off. It's really simple. I use Conley's Locker in Martinsville. Mm-hmm. You take your deer over there. You feel dressed, of course. Right. Take it over there. If it's a buck and you need it caped out, Rick can cape it for you. I think he charges 20 or 25 bucks to cape it. Okay. Um, outside of that, there's no cost to you. So if you shot a buck that you didn't want caped or you shot a doe, you just say, hey, I'd like to uh, give this to the hungry. He has you fill out a little piece of paper. It basically has your you know name... Uh, address, telephone number, your license number, to make sure it's a valid, you know, legally harvested animal. Right, yeah. You, and that's paperwork. it. He takes care of it from there. He turns it into ground venison. He'll call the food banks when he has enough ready, and they'll come and get it, and he sends me the bill, and the chapter pays the bill, and it's a great program.
2: Really? Yeah. That's really cool. I mean, and hats off to that dude, too, because, I mean, I mean, I know he's getting paid, but I'm sure well, he's... Well, he gives I'm, me a special rate. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. he's doing all the work, and <clears throat> I'll... Me personally, and I, I say I'll never do it. And, and when I say that, I don't mean because I'm a heartless bastard. It's, <laughs> uh, you know, but we kill a lot of deer, but we also eat a lot of deer. Like yep. I fill my freezer, and it's a big freezer. And I don't think we've ever killed a deer that we haven't ate the whole thing. Yeah, and that's just just what we do. I mean, I try not to go to the store and buy meat, and yep. that's one of the reasons why I hunt. But uh and I have, I got three kids. I mean, but I eventually, you know, if all three of my kids start to hunt, I, you know, everybody takes two deer, which is not, you know, undoable whatsoever. Right. Yep. You're talking that's 10 deer. I don't know if that's a lot of meat. I, uh, so that's, that's cool to know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a good deal. So basically it's 501 C three, which means it's tax deductible. If anybody, you know, um, wants to make a donation, it is tax deductible. Help you out on your taxes at the end of the year. It's a, it's a really good, uh, Really good thing. So, anyway, I just wanted to shed some light on the program. Especially
2: for all you rich people. (coughs) Try battle. (laughs) If you want to do a little bit of donating, you know.
1: Or a lot of donating. Or a lot of donating. with that,
2: too. You know, you can hold off on the uh, gold-plated broadheads. Yep. Put a little money into uh, saving the homeless. Gold-plated broadheads.
1: All right. So... (laughs) Let's, uh, let's transition over to some Facebook stuff. Ooh, what kind of questions we got? Well, you know what?
2: I know what kind of questions we got. I'm not going to ask that question, but I do. Where are we going
1: to start? You're chomping at the bit to get to I this. Am. I to this so bad. So first we're going to do uh, Danny Davidson. Ask us a question. Okay. Danny says, I want to know what draws people to the bows they shoot. Why do they choose this one or that one? Brand, smoothness, quiet, speed, et cetera. It's a great question.
2: That, that is a great question, and I'll give you my answer. I was drawn to the hemorrhage for two reasons, and you won't believe what the reasons are. The first reason was is I was getting tired of shooting a Hoyt or Matthews and being a part of that whole Ford-Chevy thing. That, that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Like it was, it got on my nerves so bad. Oh, you shoot a Matthews. Uh." (laughs) You know, whatever you say you shoot an obsession. They're like, Oh, okay. Well, why, you know? And and then, then you can give them a decent answer. But if you say I shoot a Matthews and it's a Hoyt guy, then he's just going to call you a fag and walk away. I mean, that's the (laughs) way it
1: works. Nice waffle for Right. Exactly.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, So that, that was one reason. And another reason was, is believe it or not, uh, and this is I'm, and I'm not giving I shot them they shoot nice. There's a lot of bows out there that shoot really, really nice, and especially today it's hard to compare it's like comparing apples to apples anymore. Yep. I mean some if there's a difference, it's a slight difference and and mostly it's just personal preference. But another reason was. My best friend owns a bow shop, and I wanted to buy a bow from him rather than somebody else. That was I'm gonna cry, crying, but that's that's the truth. I mean, that's that's God's honest truth. So, and but I did shoot the Obsession, and the way it shot in my hands was completely dead. I mean, completely dead. And I've shot I shot a bunch of new bows before I chose an Obsession, and it just shot good for me. But uh, that's the reason why I choose the bow that I shoot now. But
1: that's kind of a loaded question. Yeah. I mean, cause. It's, well, you, you said it, it's personal preference. It's very personal. I've, you know, it's, it's funny that, uh, you'll draw back a, a certain bow brand X and something just doesn't feel quite right to you. You hang right. it back up. You move on. Your buddy, it could be your wife, could be anybody. Right. We'll pick up brand X and they'll go, oh my gosh, that is awesome. That really fits me well. And it feels good. And I love everything about it. And you don't.
2: And it could it could be
1: genetic makeup. Your muscles in their in their back could be just
2: set up slightly different. And when they draw it back, it feels different to them than it does to you. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's so many variables that go into that. Yep. And it's it's
1: there is my my advice is shoot them
2: all. Yeah, shoot everyone. Anyone you can get a hold of. I, I know a guy that still shoots Parker bows just because that's the only bow he can find that he likes. Yeah. See, so he like an, not not today's Parker bows. He shoots a Parker bow from like he actually had it dipped. Oh, really yeah he's it's like a i don't know like a 15 year old bow not
1: top shelf Larry, is no it? it's not top shelf cuz top shelf is Larry. Larry shoot a parker. parker that's yeah. right. <laughs> i put a string on it last year for him. <laughs> but, but yeah i mean
2: uh, it's like it's all personal preference yeah. i mean it really is
1: absolutely and they're customizable i mean i can i can take a bow let's say that you know the most bow companies go half inch increments 27 right. and a half, 28 20 and a half. I can take a bow, let's say that you're twenty eight and three quarters. Right. I can make it twenty eight and three quarters by twisting up the bus cables and strings and stuff.
2: Messing with it. Yeah, I
1: can make it fit you like a silk glove. Right. And you're gonna love
2: that bow. And that comes back to Jimmy's shop. Uh it your bow is only gonna be as good as how it's set up. No matter what bow you get, if you don't not have it set He's up correctly. Make me cry again. <laughs> <laughs> make you do something else oh boy uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> throat> uh, but uh but it, it honestly if if you don't if you leave if you go in and get a bow set up and it's not set up correctly then you're gonna think it's a piece of crap yeah you're it, right it, uh, it, you, you could even get a bow to draw weird if it's not set up correctly
1: yeah so oh absolutely and you know that's the thing one of the things i've talked about before is You've, have you ever had that one bow that was just more accurate than all the others? Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. And I hated it. I hated the bow. I had a, I had a Matthews Reason. They even, like, I, I shoot my obsession now, and I'm getting better with it because I'm switching back, but I had a Matthews Reason I shot for years. And I if I drew that bow back, it didn't matter what yardage I was at – it just didn't matter i was hitting exactly where i was aiming yep. and i hated the draw cycle it jerked in my hands like a <laughs> mother
1: but kicked like a rented yeah door.
2: it was awful but i couldn't get rid of it forever just because why would i yeah I, you know right. i was i'd yep. never missed a deer with that bow
1: well that's one of the one of the things <laughs> i always try and do here in the shop is i want your bow whether it's the bow you brought me just to work on, I want it to be your favorite bow. Right. So I'm gonna do you know what I mean? And and that's why everybody needs to shoot everything. Yeah. Find your favorite bow. You know yep. what I mean? I know exactly what you're saying. No what I'm saying. No what you're saying. Nah, no, I'm saying. Uh huh. All right. So What we got next? Here we go. We'll start with old Caitlin.
2: Okay. Oh, she's got a bunch.
1: She does have a bunch. She's got one or two. Should <laughs> Sorry, Caitlin. I'm <when> sarcastic. <laughs> no, i teasing. C- Caitlin's gonna be fun. First up, what's your best 3D score?
2: I have no idea. I've shot way too many times. I don't even remember. Really? I don't. I think I. I believe I shot a 302 with my recurve.
1: Oh my god! One time on 30 targets? No. Oh, okay.
2: No, that wasn't 30 targets. Uh, I think it was 30. 30. Uh, I think it was thirty-two minus two. I think, I believe is what it was, but there was a couple of uh, bonus shots in there too. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was gonna say, good lord. Yeah, there was a couple of bonus shots that I got lucky on. There was a, I hit, but I I can't say that I hit one still I hit steel. I hit a still shot, and then I hit an apple. Oh, okay. The apple on the the buck yeah. on the yep. buck. Yep. I hit that. I hit the apple. So I mean, it's not like I was shooting bad. I just I, I did shoot a three hundred two bonus shots, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> And I think my best score besides that was, uh, I think I shot a two eighty nine, straight 30, no bonus. You shot a three zero eight out here last time with your hemorrhage. With my hemorrhage, yeah. Well, I'm talking about with a recurve. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's all all recurves. Oh, he's bragging. I can't help it. (laughs) How do you not?
1: I don't know what my highest 3D score is. So, back when I, about the time I quit shooting because of my neck, the injury and um, starting the shop. Once I s- don't ever open a shop, if you like to shoot, cause you don't get to shoot very often. Right. <laughs> you do it seven <laughs> yards. You're right. It's a, yeah. Well, you could you can open the door. Well, that's true. Yeah. That's true. But, um, there, there to the towards the end, I was getting to the point where if I didn't shoot, at least even I was really upset having a bad day. Right. Yeah. So okay. I don't know. That's why I want to get some time and go out and start shooting again and see what I can get it cranked up to. I'm excited to try.
2: Yeah. You need to get shooting on that recurve a little better. Yeah. We need to shoot together. We yes, to... we do. Yeah, we do. Drop some bombs. We can just For shoot. Sure. We'll shoot from open. Oh, my. Let's just see how we do. <laughs> With the recurve. Yeah, I've done, I've done it before.
1: It'll take about yeah. eight hours finding arrows. Didn't shoot very good, but it's like, a, like a hundred, 102 points, I think is what I got. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fives. It's probably 100 a more of, than I would have. A lot of five. Um, a lot of zeros. What was your favorite, or this is still Caitlin, what was your favorite or most memorable day out with your bow? Uh,
2: well, I would have to say the uh, the buck I shot last year was pretty memorable. Um, it, yeah, I had to been shooting that buck five yards on the ground yeah. with a recurve was probably – you know, it was, it was only probably a 120-inch, 125-inch deer, but it was still with a recurve at, I mean, at, I could have threw the arrow at the deer <laughs> without the bow and hit it. And uh, that was probably, I mean, it was just an awesome, awesome hunt. And I was in the ghost blind, of course. I've told yep. this story already. But but that was probably my most memorable. Really? Yeah, I, I, just, just the way it went down.
1: I think the most memorable for me would probably be the first deer that ever killed that little button buck. Little button buck? Yeah, I can still remember every detail. You know, after that, you kill enough deer where they start to blend together.
2: Right, You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah,
1: I know what you mean. And that one, I mean, I can still remember looking down and seeing what the top of my little cheap El Cheapo Walmart boots look like. You know oh, what really? I mean? I can yeah, remember okay. everything.
2: You got it all.
1: So that's my most memorable I don't, one remember,
2: I don't even remember what I was wearing the really? fir- my first... My first bow kill. Oh, I can't. Wow. I don't even remember what I was wearing. I remember the
1: boots I was wearing. I had a Bear Monster Bucks edition compound bow. Oh yeah. From Wally World. Yeah. And I shot the living piss out of that bow. <laughs> I shot it so much the limbs got weak, they like started corkscrewing. Did they really? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And when I went to uh, get it fixed, Bear didn't carry limbs, so I ended up switching to a PSE, but yeah, I shot the living daylights out of that bow.
2: You know, at one point in time, didn't it, didn't it seem like everybody shot a PSE? I think so. I mean, it was just so weird. It was like a short period like of time Like that late there. 90s, the yeah.
1: Thunderflight and the... What was there like? The, the, wasn't there like a, a game?
2: Uh, I had a Viking,
1: PSE Viking. Uh, they...
2: I, it's I, every almost every yeah almost everybody shot a PSE at one point in time.
1: I can remember when I bought that Viking new, it was like two hundred eighty bucks, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, oh, this is crazy." Yeah,
2: now it's... <laughs> you want to go top end, you're going to spend
1: yeah. oh, a lot more than that. Man, I love that bow though. Twenty three seventeen, no twenty. Oh, what was it, 17, 13, 17? I don't know. Aluminum <laughs> arrows on that stupid TM Hunter grass. And every oh. time you drew back, it was like. That'd <laughs> 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 uh, wear the paint on the arrows off from the launcher arms of that TM right. Hunter. You're probably shooting
2: 205 feet per second.
1: Uh, it was actually like 198. <laughs> no one knows it really. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's yeah, it awesome. That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. That's cool. Yeah. So that was my most memorable day out with my bow. Um, do you prefer this still Caitlin? We got about 18 more questions from Caitlin. Yep. <laughs> that's all right. I'm glad, I'm glad she's, uh, involved. Do you prefer the looks of typical or non-typical? That's a good question.
2: Uh, that's not even a question. That's, that's like, uh, that's like asking me if I like pizza or pizza.
1: I was going to say that's like, do you like big breasts yeah. or big breasts? <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> all right.
2: Yeah. Cause I mean, if it's a, if it's a big deer it doesn't matter to me, really. I mean, people. some people want that drop tine. Everybody wants that drop tine. But, you know, I would just as well take, you know, just like uh, the the big typical that Drew brought in, oh Tyler. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I mean, that's just as beautiful something, to me as something with a big drop yeah, tine.
1: Something about having that big, tall, picket fence-type tines on your yeah. side. Yeah, and
2: just uh, – you know, anything above one hundred and fifty inches, whether it's got not whether it's typical or non-typical, is pretty. I mean, it's just amazing to me, and yeah. I think that's why I deer hunt. I mean, that's, you know, that's it, right there.
1: You know, it's, there's something magical about when you're when you're sitting in the stand and you see antlers coming through the woods. Right. There's something magical about that for me.
2: And you know, there's two steps to that too. There's steps to. There's there's always that knee jerk reaction of seeing antlers. Right. Yep. And then you know, because once you see antlers, you kind of go blind for a second, <laughs> <clears throat> and just like everything gets blurry, and you're like, "Ooh, antlers!" It could be, you know, a six pointer, you know, a forky. You don't really, you know, you get used to that yeah. seeing those. You don't really get tore up over that, but it's still kinda, it's still cool to watch. But yep. you know, you see something like a, like a basket six, and, and there's that, ooh, antlers more than. Two, you know, <laughs> you're like, oh, and then and then there's that second part to where if it is a big deer, then there's like a whole nother, oh shit feeling <laughs> that yeah. sets into place. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it could be 400 yards away, and because you never know what a deer is going to do. And I've done this, and you and I'm talking like you see antlers, you freak out, and you get the binoculars out, and you're looking, you freak out again once you realize how big the deer oh, is. Oh yeah, so. There's,
1: yeah, that's, that's awesome. feeling. That is an awesome feeling.
2: <clears throat> so, yeah, as far as your question, there is no comparison really. I mean, some people might have a preference, but I would say that most people don't. It's just people just like big deer. If yeah. you're, if you're talking antlers, you like big ones. Yeah. And that's, doesn't Absolutely. matter if it's, they're pointing down or up.
1: And every deer hunter. Mm-hmm. Right. Know what I mean, they all I, know how hard it is.
2: Yeah. It's, oh, man.
1: All right. Here's one non archery related favorite gun. Favorite gun. Yep. Um.
2: Oh man, I would have to say, and this is not even deer related. My uh, Savage Stevens over under. Uh, what is 555. it? Five fifty five. It's twelve gauge. Oh okay. Yeah, and I, I that's my favorite gun. Is it? Yeah, right you now. Shoot
1: a lot of clay pigeons. Trap, I shoot ski. as
2: much as I can. Yeah, I work a lot. Yeah, but yeah, I try. And I like to dove hunt. I love dove hunting. Really? Oh yeah, I okay. love it. I think it's fun. You, you get the whole family out and shoot 18 boxes of shells. <laughs> and Oh three yeah. birds. Yeah, just your whole sh- right shoulder is <laughs> completely used to blowing out your left shoulder. You know, from shooting a bow. Yeah. And and then you know the right shoulder. You know you get you get its work in during dove season. And you're dizzy, and your shoulders all bruised, and everything. But you you got these little birds that you you peel the breasts off of, and wrap it in bacon, and put some toothpicks mm, to there, and throw them that on the grill. Good. Oh, it's totally worth it. Mm, yeah, that sounds real good. My wife peppered me the first time. Me and her went what went dove hunting together. Are yeah. you serious? Yeah, a bird flew right between us. We were pretty far away from each other, but a bird flew right between us, and she and I wasn't going to shoot. And by God, she <laughs> shot and just peppered <laughs> me right in the side of the head. <laughs> Uh-oh. Damn it. Pissed me off.
1: Married or dating? Dating. Oh, wow.
2: Yeah. Yeah, almost a deal breaker right there. And you still married her. Still married her. I mean, she, wow. she peppered me with a shotgun. thought it was funny. That's my kind was of humor. Was she laughing? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. She was laughing her ass off. <laughs> I was all mad. I was like, you know, you just
1: shot me, right? She's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, my favorite gun is my Savage P220. It's a slug gun. 20 really? gauge sweet most accurate it's a bold action slug gun have you ever shot one of no those? never oh, shot oh my goodness like a rifle gonna, we have to do that it uh super super accurate it uh so i had killed a few deer with it and scott asked me one time scott bought one since then because of mine yeah um he said hey can i borrow that it was like on a sunday evening a second gun season or something i'm like yeah absolutely so I, I have the loop old ballistic reticle scope, you know, with the little dots in it. And I told yeah. him, I said, okay, the crosshairs are 100, 150, 200, all that. He's like, all right, thanks. He goes out that night and killed a doe at like 70 yards and 170. Two shots, two dead deer. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Never fired a gun before. Really? It's just one of those where. Just, just perfect. Put scope on it, it's going to kill it.
2: And the funny part is, is we've never had this conversation before. And it's pretty funny that it's also a savage. Yeah. Yeah. So, they make great guns, yep, I think. We're not sponsored.
1: But we could be. Well, they probably wouldn't want to sponsor an Arrow show. But
2: we could talk about Savages.
1: Yeah, that's true. We could. Yeah, we could
2: just, I mean, we just mentioned them at the beginning of the podcast.
1: I also have a Savage <laughs> Model 110, I think. For rifle, 223. belt Bull Barrel. Big heavy sucker. I don't have a
2: whole lot of guns. I don't I, either. I've got the over-under. i got a pistol for home stuff. I've got this old beat-up. 12 20 gauge that's just around the house for shooting cats or whatever and uh <laughs> i don't really go shoot cats i have a cat this is a joke nobody freak out all right Pete's uh, gonna be uh, giving you death threats. yeah i know you kill and uh but uh, i have two cats actually yeah one's outside one's inside one I like, and one just hates everybody, but he stays around. Oh no kidding! Yeah, he just kill He 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 just fights off all the other cats. like, it's like cat. his, Yeah, it's like his territory. His territory. So uh, and then uh, so I got a, I got a pistol. I don't even know the name of. I got the twenty gauge. It doesn't have a name on it. It's actually got like a the stock on. Uh, I just like the gun because it just looks old. Yeah. And the stock was actually just carved out of wood. Well, most of them are. No, I mean like somebody <laughs> sat down with a wood, just like a. The chisel. pocket knife. Oh, and, yeah. yeah. And uh, I don't even know. That's cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. And uh, I, it could have been my father in law. I'm not sure. <clears throat> but, uh, and then I have an old 410 I let the kids shoot. So, yeah, I've
1: probably got eight or 10 guns, maybe 12. I don't have that many. Yeah, that's, that's,
2: all, that's all I got.
1: Yeah. I've got a, you know, the desires there to own more guns. I just never buy them. Well, if you don't shoot them, you don't buy them. Well, and that's the thing. Every gun I have is it serves a purpose for me. Right, You know, a muzzleloader, a 12-gauge turkey gun, a 20-gauge deer gun, or he has a deer gun.
2: I need to invest in a turkey gun for sure. Yeah? Yeah. Because I have a feeling that if I, I, I want to reach out to 100 yards and kill a turkey. <laughs> because I'm, after this year... With the shotgun? They, yeah, you can do it. What? yeah you can do it oh yeah for sure are you smoking something no i'm not smoking something google that shit google it <laughs> google it yeah You're, i can do it right now you want me to google it we'll just yeah. it's gonna show a picture well, you yeah. rolling
1: a big doobie yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> undergirds my ass no they have some pretty crazy you know uh you know three and a half inch shots and oh yeah and, and you know these big long ass chokes And the... ever
1: tell you the story about scott and i trying to pattern his big ass gun that he bought no so he bought a remington 870 okay super mag or whatever it's called
2: mm-hmm.
1: buys three and a half inch number fours i think or number fives number fours fours or fives so we go out here to the pond this is before it was a nice groomed manicured area. <laughs> he's talking with his hands and hitting the microphone that's okay <laughs> yeah. um so we got a concrete patio block paver yeah set it up against a tree and we put this you know those high vis targets that when you hit it it like turns fluorescent so you can tell where you hit yeah so it's got a turkey head on it, and it's going to turn so we can see, you know, what's going on. We're, we back off about 35, 40 yards, and <laughs> I'm like, well, go ahead. And neither of us knew what it was going to do. He pulled the trigger. That frickin' high-vis paper disappeared. It took the whole paper out. Really? It was gone. There, There was four little corners left where we had stuck it on real good, you know. The decal part, really. The rest of it was disintegrated into confetti. That's awesome. I told them, yeah, We both started laughing. I said, "Well, I think you're good." <laughs> yeah, I thought, yeah, no shit. But
2: they'll reach out, man. I mean, that just like just like muzzleloaders, compared from now, like
1: the Thompson centers, they shoot like rifles.
2: Yeah. You know, they don't even shoot like a, a muzzleloader we're
1: used to. It's like John and Troy have Savage muzzleloaders, not to go swinging yes, they from they Savage's savage nuts again. again. Uh, smokeless. You buy this is special smokeless powder. It's just like a rifle. Really? But it's a muzzle loader.
2: What's the fun in that? I like shooting a muzzleloader not knowing what the hell happened.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did I hit it? I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, they, they claim they're good to like 250, 300 yards with yeah, them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's my, that my father-in-law's got one. He killed a deer. I think it was like 230 yards. He killed a nice 12-pointer. Wow. Yeah. And it was a spotting stock no kidding well i mean that at 200 fine. 230 yards i mean you, you, you know yeah yeah especially get away with a little movement and sound yeah well around here you don't you don't ever spot in stock hardly because you don't have to all the woods are so thick you yep. find a trail and you get on it but it was out on a big uh, uh not really a pasture but it was a grass field and he just kind of picked there were cedar trees in there and he just saw the deer from the road and just kind of Stuck between it and the cedar tree until he got close enough where he felt comfortable to shoot, and And that was two blasted one. Wow, yeah! And uh, well, they opened up rifle season in Indiana now. It's Uh, hard to tell them what the longest shot is, yeah.
1: It scares me. That's I'm surprised they did that. (sighs) Ah, Me too. I don't know why they did that.
2: Well, it's mostly for down south because once you get south southern Indiana, you're it's about like Kentucky. I mean, it's it's, it's about like foothills, you know, and you can get some longer shots in there and some of those big hardwoods and i understand why it'd be a little bit more difficult but i still man I st- it's, it's so open yeah everywhere you know especially i mean maybe opening up to the southern uh you know, southern counties, counties yeah but not up here it's just so even on private ground it's only private ground but you know i know people that own five acres that aren't very or half an acre <laughs> you know they're, they're they're not very uh responsible
1: yeah. <laughs> and they're gonna outshoot their property mm. times ten.
2: Exactly. So That's probably not a good idea. No, it's not a
1: good idea. Here's here's one of my favorites. Still Go from for. Caitlin. Beyonce or Brittany?
2: Uh man, it's all according to what time frame you're talking. Are we talking now? Are we talking when Britney had her head shaved and she was going all crazy and beating cars up and stuff? I I'm gonna say now. Now? I don't know. I don't have I spend so much time either podcasting or working. I don't even know what they look like anymore. Are you I'm serious? sure. I'm sure. Brittany's still dancing around like a little girl, and Beyonce's got a big ass. So, but I don't really know. Brittany's smoking hot. Is she smoking hot? Yeah. Well, I sound gay. Huh? I sound, maybe I sound gay. <laughs> sound gay saying that? I only I have uh, eyes for my uh, wife. I don't right. know. I don't I look. Love you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> He's I, sucking I, up. and She won't really, even listen. I really don't know. Maybe if Brittany had Beyonce's ass then I'd pick Britney. Really? Yeah, I think so.
1: You're kidding. No. Really? I'm a big fan. Big fan? Of a big ass. You like Fat Bottom Girls? Oh, yeah.
2: They make the rock Rock and roll go go around. around. Yeah,
1: Yeah, buddy. They sure do. All right. So, hang on a second. We're doing something here. Oh, okay. All right. I just pulled up a Google image of Brittany. There's
2: Brittany now, full mm-hmm. head of
1: hair and all. Yep, yep. She's not going through the meltdown. No meltdown. That was kind of a weird period, wasn't it? Yeah,
2: it was. It was kind of strange. It was kind of strange. It was like all of a sudden she lived up to her trailer of trash nature. Man, that's that's tough. Yeah. That's tough. Inquiring
1: minds want to know.
2: Hmm. If I had, to, oh man! Yes, you have to pick. Uh, I, I have to pick. I can't say both. Yeah. Uh, um. <clears throat> I'd probably, I'd probably go with Brittany. I think I'd go with Brittany. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I believe that's where I stand.
1: Yep. Yep. No question for me. No question? Nope. Okay. That one's easy. Kittens or puppies? From Caitlin. Kittens or she puppies? She was on a roll. Oh, I like...
2: I have both. Yeah, me too. I like both my... I like my puppies and my kittens. Yeah, me too.
1: hmm If I had to choose, I would say a kitten because the only reason being the puppy's going to crap on the floor. Kittens pretty well litter trained.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's probably
1: about right. Yeah. But I like dogs better than cats.
2: Yeah, you can't, you can't do wrong with a good dog. I mean, they... They're never mad at you, they're always excited when you come home. And a the cat, they just kind of do their own thing, yeah, yeah. So that's true. I, 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 I think I, I'd say puppies. All right. I like puppies.
1: I like puppies. I like puppies. Another Caitlin question yeah. <laughs> tracks or tires on your John Deere or case IH
2: tracks or tires, yep, tracks for sure, just because they're badass. <laughs>
1: Their BA. Would you
2: rather look like a regular old John Deere with tires, or would you rather look like a tank?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I get it from I a mean, non-agricultural standpoint. Uh, yeah, from yeah, yeah, I can see that. No
2: standpoint, just coming from a dude that just does nothing else but just look at them and never drives them. I would totally go with tracks
1: for Trax. sure. Yeah, I love everything about tracks except the berms they make when they turn at the end of the field. I hate that.
2: You hate the tracks they make?
1: Yeah, when you turn, it like burns up.
2: tracks, but you hate their tracks.
1: The So they leave. I know exactly what you're talking Tracks about. in the field, <laughs> wheel tracks, track <laughs> tracks, wheel tracks. I like the way track tractors are smooth. There's no wheel hop. I mean, I could geek out on it, but I'm not going to, so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just, tracks
1: for me. Justin's making tracks fun of me. me.
2: That's okay. That's she says,
1: politics. can I be a podcast
2: guest? No. No, no. What's she got to offer? I don't know. Probably nothing.
1: Probably insight from a woman. <laughs> we gotta call her right now. I should go get the plug. We'll plug it into my phone. We'll call her and say, "You're on the wobbly arrow." Uh,
2: no, I'm just kidding. I just I don't know. Just sound funny to say. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know. You gotta get people crap.
1: One get, last question.
2: We talk okay. about kitties and puppies and tracks and, and stuff, tracks
1: and, and Britney's butt versus Beyonce's butt. Yeah. Who's your favorite person to Photoshop pics of?
2: That'd be Dustin. Dustin? Yeah, for sure. Dustin's easy. He's got so many pictures out there, and he doesn't have Facebook. So <laughs> how is that even possible? I don't know. How do you not have a Facebook? <laughs> I mean, it's not like you no, know, oh, you have to have. You know, it's just like it's you don't have to like keep up with as much. You just it's not like I only thing I get on the Facebook for is either make fun of people or do the podcast stuff. And a lot of times we're doing the podcast stuff and making fun of people. So I don't. It's <laughs> our favorite pastor. Yeah, time. I never post anything serious on Facebook. And uh, it, I don't know. I just, I just like getting on there and
1: knowing what's going on. So Dustin's your favorite?
2: Dustin's definitely my favorite. It's way too easy.
1: I really don't have a favorite because I do so many people like at work. Yeah. I do it, you know. People ask me, "Hey, can you Photoshop this?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." So a few years ago, we were gonna have a Christmas party, and one of the owners asked me, "He's like, Hey, can you like Photoshop all of us? And we'll have a slideshow at the Christmas party." I'm like, "Yeah." Are you sure? I said, "Is anybody off limits?" <laughs> nope. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. So what I did was almost got fired. <laughs> oh no. When... <laughs> When the slideshow was over and they like turned the lights back on, he got up to address everybody afterwards, and he was literally crying; tears were running down his face because uh-huh. he was laughing so hard. So, you're in the wrong business. That was a good time. Was that a fart?
2: Do you feel better? The, did you just fart, or was that your chair? <laughs> Seriously, I need to know. The world. If that was a fart, your never, asshole has to hurt never. really bad. <laughs> that sounded like one of them ones where they're just they're just <laughs> clapping together. <laughs>
1: I got so excited and I was pain. ass clapping. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> painful, like hemorrhoids busting or something. I don't know what was going on there.
1: All right. <laughs> like <laughs> a little punching Jimmy, bag.
2: Yeah, Jimmy doesn't like me making fun of his hemorrhoids. No, I don't care.
1: <laughs> I don't care at all. <laughs> Nothing bothers me. I can dish it out. I by God better be able to take it.
2: That's true. That's true. Some people can't take it. I know. I don't like those people. No, they
1: kind of suck the fun out of things. Yeah, I suck fun out of everything. So here's a question from Jamie Hudson. I'm nowhere near a pro, man. But my question is, I usually drop my pin in with one eye closed. And once centered, I will open the other eye. Should I stick with one way or the other? Or if I'm grouping fine out to 35 yards, stick with what's comfortable.
2: It said he drops, he's dropping his pin in.
1: So he's dropping his pin, and once he gets his pin where he wants to shoot, he opens his left eye. And I would say, if you're right-eye dominant, shoot with both eyes open. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, if you can do it. I I mean, just your depth perception and just how your brain functions, and this is me not knowing nearly as much as Jimmy, but uh, uh, it's always better with both eyes open versus one eye closed. I mean... There's just so much more your eyes can pick up on. Absolutely. You can pick, especially if you're hunting, you can pick up on a limb that you can't see with one eye shut. Yeah. Uh, and and how many times have you heard, oh, I shot and I hit this little baby limb. You know, if you got both eyes open, there's a good chance you could probably pick that up. Yep. So if
1: you can shoot with two eyes open, go for it. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. See, I'm one of the unfortunate, so I'm right-handed. I shoot right-handed, but I'm left-eye dominant. So what I do is I will... Look at the target with both eyes open. I will draw the bow back. I will get my peep centered over my sight. And as soon as I do, I close my left eye. Once I bubble it, look at the target again, start focusing past my pen to the target. Then I will open my left eye again. And if I need to, I can tell when my left eye takes over, I'll pinch it shut again. I kind of keep it like half open. So and you're, I, I, you learned like, I have Chinese or something yeah exactly right. gotcha. look right. like i had a stroke and the left side of my face isn't working <laughs> it droops and everything yeah he is actually having a stroke
2: <laughs> small strokes every time he takes
1: a shot yeah we're but loo- we're losing jimmy one of the bad things when you have to close that eye is like if you're shooting in the light it really gets dark does it yeah because your your peep's choking down on the light real bad and so when you close your left eye you're losing you know
2: what I mean? Yeah, you're losing i losing a lot I get, of
1: the light that should be coming into your eyes.
2: That's right. Yeah, I, I, I can see I see what you're saying because right now where I'm starting, it, there's no option of me opening both eyes because uh, I'm so focused on trying just trying to because I, I was so used to shooting with both eyes open, but I'm not looking at a peep and a and I'm not trying to line anything up and I'm not looking at pins. I'm not looking at my my little bubble, you know, and everything. And and it just seems like when I have both eyes open, it's just it's too much for my brain to process Yep. at one time. So
1: so you're closing left eye right I'm now? I'm closing
2: left eye right now. Really? Yeah, completely.
1: i bet that'll come back.
2: I hope so. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm going to have to start trying. But I haven't been able to shoot. I've been, I mean, I've only got to shoot my bow just a few times. I had to work.
1: It works overrated, lot. man. I think you ought to quit. I should. Just do the podcast. Just do the podcast. <laughs> 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 yeah. Start robbing banks. That's what I'll
2: do. Start robbing banks and do yeah. the podcast.
1: Absolutely. i go over well. Yeah, less stress in your life, probably. You're probably right. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I, I could, yeah. I'm could on.
1: you imagine having that much money to where you just don't work? And I know.
2: I'm, I don't even know if I can. I really don't think I could imagine it. I like can Just having no stresses of money or pay, getting your bills paid or anything. Yeah, just... Not having to balance anything, carefree. Just, yeah, you just when your bills are due, you just pay them. Yeah, you have somebody that pays them for you. Actually, probably. Yeah, that yeah, kind I mean, of. Money. I don't
1: know. Yeah, I don't. Just, just tell somebody to deal with it. Yeah, take care of that. Take care of that. I had a good me. weekend. I got some bills to pay. I'm gonna go buy a bow. I'm yeah. Gonna,
2: you're gonna be all stressed out. My, my lawn guy, he didn't do my lawn right, so <laughs>
1: I'm gonna go have a beer and buy a bow. There you go. Yeah. Have a beer, buy a bow. Yep. So anyway, Jamie, to answer your question. If you're shooting good and both eyes are open, stick with it. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Stick with it if you can. Um, Brian Shobe had a comment. He said, so many things I'd like to say, just don't want the abuse that might come back. LOL.
2: Well, uh, and I... He's kind of a dumbass for saying that, because uh, <laughs> if you're going to say you don't want the abuse, then... I think we just need to look at his picture and make fun of whatever he looks like. So
1: here, here's here's the thing about Brian. Brian and I worked together for several years. He was a salesman at John Deere. He's okay. since moved on, moved to Brownsburg, Indiana. Man, I miss him. He was so much fun. He would be a great guest on this podcast. My buddies. Mean, he is. His wit, he just right now and says some of the goofiest shit. Makes you laugh. Right. Brian's kind of short. He's a little feller. And I used to tease him that he was my... Um, like
2: everywhere? Like short arms, short legs, no. short torso, everything? No, he's like,
1: just a vertically challenged little guy. Not midget size? No. no okay. But I used to tease him that he was half midget. Half midget? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Quarter to half midget. <laughs> I'd be like, you're my little midget buddy. Right. You know, Yeah. he was a lot of fun though. In fact, I tried to get him to uh, call into the show. We can take live call-ins. We sure can. And uh, It's just too bad nobody knows when we're doing one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, don't be surprised if you get a block number pranking you someday down That's the road. Right. No, but Brian's a lot of fun. I wish he would have uh, called in. Joshua Hanner, old Joshy, one of my cousins. Mm-hmm. He says, how long have you liked archery and who got you involved with archery?
2: Um... Liked archery, I've been shooting bows since I was old enough to just be able to shoot one by I mean, probably since I was 12 or so. He likes it a lot. I've always shot, but, ac- but actually get into the technical side, I wasn't. I was 21 probably, so probably about 10 years I've been shooting, you know, I, all the time at a high level uh not even at a high level high level hasn't didn't start until a few years ago really yeah when i my, when i started learning everything on my own instead of just going to a bow shop and having them do everything and then to just shooting you yeah. know actually learning the ins and outs it's yep. only been probably about three Yep. but uh far as shooting it has been most of my days
1: yeah that i can remember so i can remember when i was little i got a bow one year for christmas one of those long bows you know just the little fiberglass cheapy and you get three or six arrows and i can remember going out. they and kick re- about six feet to the left oh yeah <laughs> i can remember going out on christmas day got my bow it was we actually had snow back then there was snow i was walking don't around shoot
2: the, your eye out
1: i was walking around <laughs> the backyard and actually saw a rabbit oh no i thought oh this is perfect perfect so i drew back and missed by i don't know i have no idea i just remember i'm like totally stoked that i had something to shoot at right yeah and my mom i grew up she was like if you kill it you're gonna eat it <laughs> so i don't know what i would have done <laughs> had i actually hit the stupid thing
2: yeah you probably just went over there and started eating it <laughs>
1: <laughs> licking the rabbit mom uh, but the fur is good kind of yeah, yeah. sticking my teeth yeah but uh so in i think i mentioned it before duke no i mentioned on facebook maybe duke's a hazard when i was a kid i loved it when they pulled their bow out oh yeah i mean that was awesome
2: yeah because not only did they pull their bow out something was gonna go boom oh yeah yeah something was gonna explode so
1: i loved it as a kid watching it yeah but i didn't really get into archery till i was 18 i had a friend at work blaine who um shot and i he was blind blaine oh my bad yeah so that's kind of
2: awkward (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> he was a hell of a shot. Yeah, a hell of a shot. Just he didn't, you know, he, he exactly whatever his arrow was aiming at, he hit.
0: Yeah.
1: So yeah. he got me into it. And once I started, when we lived in Ashmore, I shot all the time. I mean, I shot every single night, all the freaking time. I loved it. And I still love it. My my true addiction started when I started indoor archery a few years ago. Besides that tobacco? <laughs> yeah, All right. yeah, no kidding. Uh, when I started indoor archery a few years ago, that's when the true addiction started in and I couldn't get enough. And that's when things went nuts. Went nuts.
2: Yeah. yeah. Now you have a bow shop.
1: Now I have a bow shop. Right. What are the odds of
2: that? And then we're doing a podcast. Yeah. Not only do you get to work at the bow shop, then when you're done, you get to talk about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I can't get enough. <clears throat> Levi Lewis says, what's your favorite broadhead and Why? oh man um
2: for me I have switched so many times why do bow hunters switch so much I think it's because it's the latest and greatest thing especially for somebody like me who doesn't have a bunch of money and can't buy a new bow every time one comes out uh you, you kind of stick to the smaller things and and yeah but that the, makes sense but the latest and greatest i mean like when the rages come out you know, now I'll never shoot another rage again just because of my personal experiences with one. But, uh, I'm not a fan of rages either, but uh, I sell the crap out of
1: them.
2: Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I've never, it's not the failing to open thing. I just don't think, uh, my personal opinion, and this will be really short, but that I don't think they get the same amount of penetration when it comes to hitting, uh, some kind of shoulder or even a rib. Uh, that you're going to get the penetration as you are as most other broadheads. But that being said, my favorite right now is, I don't know. I really don't know. Really? Uh, yeah. I uh, I, I, don't, I don't know.
1: So I've got a favorite. Go for it. I like Schwacker. The reason I like Schwacker is it's mechanical, so it flies good. It's easy to make them fly good. Right. Um, your boat can be slightly out of tune, and you're still flies like a field point. Um, what I like about the Schwacker is the, the blades are inside the height of the animal before they open. So as you're going through the vitals, you've got brand new fresh razor blades, right? Well, they're not razor blades, but right. Just, Close enough. Yeah, yeah. Very, very sharp. Brand new to slice open those organs and those arteries and stuff. And it leaves a two inch hole on the way out. Downside to that is if you don't get a pass through, you don't get much blood. Right. Because you only have a one inch opening. Where the, where the blade goes in. Right. But when you do get a pass through, it's blood trails
2: like a rage. Right. You're just and, huge. And, you know, I tend to shoot for lung anyway. Yep. Rather than, you know, it's always, you know, you always hear put it in a boiler room, but I've learned over, you know, shooting right behind that shoulder or aiming for the heart, especially when you don't have a quarter to way shot mm-hmm. is kind of risky versus just going for a double lung. Yep. and uh, you know they maybe hitting liver or something so I, you I
1: double I, lung them, they aren't gonna go far no
2: they are not gonna go far at all if if they go hardly anywhere because I mean they can't breathe yeah and you know uh I'm actually going shoot I'm gonna shoot swiker this year are you yeah uh, but uh I, I did for a long time or especially after the rage epidemic and watching my wife shoot I watched my wife pass through a few deer with uh, fixed blade. Uh, the, the Montex G five G five Montex, yep. and she shoot that was her when she was shooting like a forty two pound bow. Were they the pink ones? Yeah, of course. Yep. had yeah, she had to have the pink. Yep, oh, they no, look good. Yeah, it's they, a great they looking look head. awesome. Yeah, and uh, that's why she still shoots today. Yep, and uh, especially with low poundage. Oh yeah, like, you had need to be fixed. Oh yeah, uh, and you know you can shoot the smaller rages or they make lower pounds mechanicals. Yeah, but there's just nothing like having yeah. a nice
1: sharp. Yeah. We had bad luck with that on Carter. Did you? Yeah. I see. I didn't. Very I would first. Never use them. First, first deer he killed. Um, we ended up. We found it it was still alive, and she. He put the perfect shot on. Right, right. About four inches of penetration. Oh no, that's not good. Yeah. Sounds. So like we switched him over to DRTs. Me for Mandy, that's why she's always so grouchy. Every yeah, time she's year. grouchy a lot. I understand. <laughs> I don't ever get mad at her. No, but she's not. She's always smiling.
2: So only four inches, and that was out on a good shot. Was yeah, it was that's perfect.
1: A- so we switched them over to DRTs, and then you started getting past theirs. Really, DRTs a fixed blade, two two blade fixed blade. And
2: there's really good ones. I mean, even if you go like a Muzzy, uh, a, a Muzzy two, Muzzy two blade. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually shot those uh, out of my recurve and done really good. And I've I've done good with the Magnus stingers. Yep. Uh, out, of, out of my recurve and getting past it with those. And they shoot really well out of a compound. So, uh, but I like, I like mechanicals because uh, there's a whole lot less that you have to worry about. As yeah. far as just straight up arrow flight. If the wind's blowing, you don't have to worry about it. You know, jerking your arrow around
1: yeah. and like that. So. I, I ordered um, this year, the, they'll be here in July, I ordered Ramcats. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever had any experience with those. I've been hearing good things about them and you know, I thought, well, shoot, I'll try them. So, excuse me, I'm going to probably shoot a deer with a Ramcat this fall just to test it out and see. Um, I don't know. It's one of those things. Why am I changing? Schwackers avoid work good. Right. I don't know.
2: Right. I, I, and, you know, and especially, and you really got to think about how fast your bow shooting too. Because I... I'm a firm believer the faster your bow shoots, the more you should steer clear of a a fixed, fixed blade. blade. Yep, yep, yep. Because the faster your bow is, the more can go wrong. And it can vary not just from you could have all your arrows cut the same, fletch the same, have your broadhead set up in the exact same angle. If there's something slightly different with that arrow – it could fly different mm-hmm. at three hundred and twenty feet per second. Yep. You know so, and you know if your arrow kicks at all, you're going to lose so much penetration. There's another one of those mean aggressive farts. The butt claps. Butt claps. That's clapping. Oh, that's awful. Um,
1: it's all Mexican you're right too. though. It one of like my one of my goals. <laughs> one of my goals is. Uh, Jesus Christ. Jerry. I like to be two eighty to two ninety and i like to shoot <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's turning red yeah a uh 420 to 430 grain arrow that's my sweet spot so this year with my obsession the k34 with my 30 inch draw 65 pound limbs i'm at 420.5 grains at 289 feet per second so i'm perfect i feel like this setup's going to be really good that's where i like to be i don't want to be faster do you think i need to up on go a little
2: higher on my maybe we go some 125 grain heads
1: what what's your airway right now i
2: have no clue we never weighed them
1: we didn't i don't think so well we'll weigh them yeah we yeah definitely it's three it's not something. Hurt.
2: i think you did weigh it it was three something
1: was it three something and you're at 308 feet per second or something 309 309 yeah, yeah. probably wouldn't hurt yeah
2: I could probably go up a little
1: bit. Yeah, we could we would. could put a 125 tip on there and see how it shoots. Yeah. I'm a firm believer in increasing Fock, your front of center. Yeah. I, I think it hits harder, it flies better, it's better in the wind.
2: Well, I, I I would never, and, you know, I keep going back to the recurve, but that's just because I know more about it. And it seemed like I – if I went under 150 grains, which of course is shooting a lot slower, but mm-hmm. yep. went under 150 grains, and I shot up to I think that I've shot 300 grain tips. Wow! I know that sounds like a lot, but it's really not. When you're only shooting 150 feet per second, I mean, would you rather throw a little pebble or would you rather throw a boulder at somebody at, at you know yeah. just a few feet per second yeah. slower? Yep. And it makes a whole bunch of sense, especially when you talk about those broadheads that they shoot. I mean, some some guys are shooting. Uh, I mean. A lot of the broadheads anymore. If you get a really nice, you know, single bevel broadhead, it's a case knife on the end of your arrow. <laughs> I, that's what it is. It's it's a knife. It's not. Yeah. yeah. It's it's three or four inches long. It's they're they're not real wide. You know, you don't want you know, a whole lot of surface, but they're just long and skinny and and man, you, you really tear some stuff up with those things.
1: Um, Schwacker is coming out with this year a three inch 150 grain head two blade <sighs> three inch two blade yeah like are you talking like that's how that's the cut width <clears throat> are you kidding me three inches
2: i'm talking about like an inch and an eighth cut. yeah but the the actual broadhead length from you know top to yeah, bottom yeah, yeah. is three yeah three four inches. no i i knew what you meant okay I'm just i was yeah like, jesus three inches three inches why though i, I don't know
1: why she, i don't know so what throw are you gonna shoot through it
2: what are you? What are you gonna? What are you gonna use? Are they? Are are they crossbow heads? Nah.
1: No. No. <laughs> You're dumbfounded. You're gonna have to You're shoot speechless. an You're never speechless. Bow.
2: You have to shoot an 80 pound bow. Well, there's
1: guys who shoot them. Yeah. They're not necessarily
2: accurate. <coughs> you never know. Empty their quivers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, I love it. Oh, he's got
1: a question on there, too, somewhere, Yeah, he? he does. We're okay. getting ready to get to we'll it. We'll get to it in a little bit. Blaine Medley asks, food plots. I want to hear everything you guys know about them. And I would say, uh, Blaine, go episode, to... was it episode two with uh, Troy? Amish Ely, yep. No, it was episode two with Troy. We talked about food plots and strategies mm-hmm. and... How well, to we got two crops. No, because John came in and we did, and he
2: did pretty much our whole podcast was on food plots. Was it?
1: So yeah. episode two and three, Blaine. Well,
2: yeah, John Yeeley, he because he's the supposedly the Amish head, John headmaster. Yeah, he is when it comes to planting shit. He's the farmer. That's right.
1: Yeah, um, Blaine, I'll just say real quick, uh, my all-time favorite crop to plant is soybeans for winter feed. Man, they come fogging in there. And if, it's cold
2: out. If you're like me and you don't necessarily have the ground, open ground, or the equipment, a nice
1: small clover kill plot will work suffice also. Yep. In fact, I think Mandy may have put in some work today and Ooh, got the rights to that, hunt that was yesterday. the kill plot yesterday. Yeah, she put in a lot of work. Yep, well, that's oh, yeah. what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. That girl deserves to hunt it now. That's right. She, probably, Mr. Stingy I to, here. I, I
2: told her if she can get a ladder stand back there because she won't hunt a walk on. <laughs> and said so if she, yeah. she can get a ladder stand back there, she can hunt it. You all know what she I'm gonna do? To. I'm
1: gonna wait until you're gone to work. I'll take a half a day off work and be like, Mandy, come on, come show me where this place is at. Let's put up <laughs> a ladder stand for luck. you.
2: Good luck. Good luck. It was hard enough getting getting a couple rakes back there. Uh, uh, just you'll go back there around. to hunt
1: this fall, and your stand will be at the base of the tree. and You'll see her big ladder yeah, up there.
2: Yeah, probably. That's why. That's the way it'll be. I'll leave you a note. Hi, Justin. No, but I can put her in a ghost blind. She hunted. She liked hunting behind that last year. So
1: that's oh, a man. great, great idea for those hard to access oh, spots, like you're hard talking about. Hard to
2: access, or just people that don't like to be. You know, not even that. It, it's it's such a versatile blind, especially for open fields. If you're hunting cornfield edges or whatever, it's just it hides you so well. That you just, I I would say if you, if you're on the fence of trying one, then just buy it because you will not be disappointed. How much are they it. roughly? Ah, uh,
1: oh, they had over, yeah, over yeah, two hundred bucks.
2: No, no, I they're I I would I'm trying with every. I think I had a 150, 150, 160 bucks, and on mine, uh. After buying the extensions and buying the blind together. Yeah, I believe. And if I will I will recommend that you uh, you buy the extensions. It does nothing but help. It makes it higher? Makes it higher, okay. yeah. It's, and it does nothing but help your cause.
1: And is this thing light? I mean, you can pack it in 12 pretty pounds. easy. 12 pounds. Yeah, 12 pounds.
2: Folds up? Folds up. Easy to carry? Yep, easy to carry. I carry my bow in one hand, the ghost blind in the other. And then I put the extensions in my pack, and then I get there, folds right out. You set the stakes, you kind of lean it forward, and you set the stakes. There's a video it comes with it, uh, if you buy it, and uh, and you set it out, you put your extensions up, and I would recommend setting it up in the yard and getting used to putting the extensions on, like make you a mark. It'll it'll say it on it says actually says that on the when, when you get it, it mm-hmm. will tell you this. But if you make a mark on your you know just to kind of know where to put it in because there's several holes you can put them in and, uh, it, but man, I mean, it's, I've never been that close to deer before, like physically close. Jesus Christ.
0: (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and say, this is
2: the wobbly arrow (laughs) and I'm getting out of here because Uh. my eyebrows are burning. (laughs)
1: I can't help it it's the street tacos man street tacos at los Trace. oh yeah. my gosh they're so good your eyes are watering and now your asshole's watering they are so good are they wet
2: farts at least
1: no they're dry are they dry yeah they're dry i don't believe that whatsoever they are you i'll let you feel you no. want to stick your hand down my pants <laughs> that
2: will be the first time
0: uh,
2: <clears throat> but uh yeah
1: so ghost blinds are where it's
2: at ghost blind yeah but uh, you can't but I mean, that being said, you can't beat a really good setup with a ladder or a, you know, a lock on. Yeah, you just can't.
1: How do we get on this food plots? That's why we were talking about clover.
2: But there we got, but we got two podcasts that are pretty much. Uh, one is more of a food plot placement, and hunting food plots. Yep, and then one is more. He dabbles into the more technicalities of what to lay down before, you know, like he was talking about. Getting soil tests. Yeah, and soil tests and adding this and adding that. And I'll I, there was so much info on that one, I'll have to go back and listen to it myself. Yeah,
1: Yeah, it was a good show. They're all good. Yeah. We are so awesome. We are. Yeah. Look at us go. Look at us go. Here we are. We're in the Podcast Hall of Fame. That's right. <clears throat> Jesus. <clears throat> all right. Our last question. Last one. Is from the man the myth, the legend, Mr. Yeeley. John Yeeley. John Yeeley. All right. This one's for you, Justin. Oh, just me? Yeah. Why just me? Because I don't know what he's talking about. (laughs) (laughs) All right, go. Left or right-handed exercise, in quotes, for those long hunting sits.
2: Mm, Okay, well, I will tell you this. I like to use a stress ball when I can't necessarily bring any equipment with me. And you squeeze that stress ball, and it really strengthens up that forearm. Now, left or right-handed all depends on uh, what kind of mood I'm in. <laughs> you know, when it comes to masturbation, sometimes... Oh, he, went, ga- there. Gotta, oh, oh, he <laughs> went there. Oh, he went there. You got you to gotta switch it up sometimes, you know. Uh, you could do
1: the stranger. Is that where you... Let your arm go numb or something. You yeah, sit on your hand. Is yeah. that what you do? You, you sit, sit on, on your team. hand
2: until your hand goes numb, and then once your hand's completely numb, where it's not going to have feeling for a while, it's, you can't just sit on it until it gets tingly. Okay? <laughs> it has to go completely 100% numb. That way, you have enough time to get the job done.
1: So that day, I walked in on mm-hmm. you, and you had the cord around your arm, holding it with your teeth. You weren't in ready to shoot up heroin. You were no, prepared no, for the I'm stranger. No, no, I'm not a heroin addict. Well, no, no, you should know. It that was a stranger. Heroin.
2: It was the stranger. Yeah. And I've got my own techniques for getting my hand numb, <laughs> but, uh, you know, the easiest way without looking like a tard is to, uh, is to go ahead and just sit on your hand. You don't look, you know, conspicuous. you know, if you're sitting on your hands, just looks like a nervous tick or something. <laughs> Little does anybody know you're getting ready to rub one out. Oh, <laughs> wow. But I left a left or right handed man like that's. That's that's a tough choice. I, I'm not exactly sure. I mean, I'm better with, I'm right-handed. So, you know, but I, sometimes I want a challenge. <laughs> Just a little bit of a challenge. What about you, Jimmy?
1: I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I'm not into that. You're
2: not into that? Nope. No. No. Nope. No. your wife uh, keep you pretty much? Sassified.
1: Sassified. Yep. Amen to that. Amen to that. Yeah. I got you. I I, I spent a lot of time in a hotel by myself. Well, I realize that. Yeah. And you know how they say you play with it, you'll go blind. That's not true, because I would have been legally blind by the time I was done being a teenager. Exactly.
2: (laughs) Exactly. There's just seed everywhere. (laughs) Probably don't have anything in your house that doesn't glow.
1: Oh, my gosh. We'll put a disclaimer on this. uh Hey, about one hour, ten minutes in. (laughs)
2: Well, you got two boys, so there's definitely, I wouldn't take a black light in your house to, <laughs> for nothing. I just didn't, just don't want to know.
1: You got two boys. Uh, they're yeah, coming. They're coming. The,
2: not yet. No. But, yeah. It's, wait.
1: It's on its way. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They're not quite there yet. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I am suspect about one of them. It takes oh, really? really long showers. Really? Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. I, I laugh. I just laugh.
1: He's hit the groove. He might hit the groove. Yep. Well, it's, it's he's learning. He's not like the sun coming up. It's gonna happen. Yeah, oh, I'll yell at him across
2: the house and embarrass the crap out of him sometimes.
1: Oh, I can't imagine having you as a dad. <laughs> 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 There's no topic that's safe around you. What uh, are you gonna do when they start dating? Oh, it's gonna be way worse. What about Mackenzie? When Mackenzie starts <laughs> it's dating, it's gonna be way worse. Is
2: it? Yeah. I'm not gonna I don't
1: I'm, I can just picture her going, it's just don't worry about my dad. Don't worry about my I'll dad. I'll take care of my dad. That's right.
2: That's pretty much the way it's gonna be. Yeah. 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 I'll probably embarrass her boyfriend more than with her. Oh,
1: I guarantee you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh
2: yeah, I'm good at that. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's 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 definitely gonna be a good time. Apparently uh, like a lot of a lot of people like, Oh, they're gonna start dating, that's so awful. I'm like I'm like, No. Once they start dating, it's gonna be hard for them to get another date after that one's over. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm going to kill you if you mess with my daughter. No, I'm just going to humiliate the first one, and then he'll tell all his buddies. And then... Kenzie's dad's nuts. Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah, what was he do? I don't know.
1: (laughs) I think he was flirting with me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is fantastic. (sighs) That's my plan. That's your plan?
2: Yeah, you don't have to be a badass to scare away all the boys. You just got to be a pervert.
1: A pervert. <laughs> that is fantastic. Okay, so we got one last question here. Do we? Hang on, I'm looking for it. Uh-oh. Here we go. You got nose whistles?
2: What's a nose whistle? It's where you blow air out of your nose and it whistles. Show me, I don't somebody's got whistles. Nah, I guess not. I heard some kind of whistle. I don't know I have to go back to this.
1: Uh, the edibles are kicking in I see yeah for sure so let's see here last question of the day goes to Bob Jenkins Bob Jenkins Bob wants to know Mm -hmm. shoot Bob what is it like being able to work with a stud like the Duff a stud like the Duff signed this is really Jimmy (laughs) <laughs> what'd you do steal his phone no i was making up something there was nothing oh. <laughs> i was just going off the top of my head oh. i was trying to be creative that was a real question it is a real question i was excited you were excited what it's like
2: to work with jimmy um, the duff the duff it is uh i don't know orgasmic orgasmic uh, doing this podcast is kind of like everything that we always did anyway, except for we refer to ourselves in the third person way <laughs> too damn much. And you kind of have to on the radio, like you're talking to other people cause you are talking to other people, but pretty much the only thing we do is talk about the shit that we talk about anyway. Yeah. And, uh, even That's like true. even getting on food plots and talking about turkeys and stuff like that. We, we would sitting here and have two or three hour conversations about stuff. And, and we're trying to condense it down to an hour and a half, and that's actually harder than it is to talk for three hours. No kidding. That's the truth. Yeah, it's it's harder. To, it, it really I, is. Everybody's like, oh, how do you do it an hour, or hour and a half, uh, keep talking? It's like, no, the hard part is, is making people stop talking about shit so we can move <laughs> on to something else.
1: Yeah, so we can be like, got to get out of here. Yeah. Nope, I love doing the podcast. I, I have a good time. I look forward to it. It's my favorite part of the week you know yeah enjoy fun. it i I love it yeah i do too we've got some cool guests that'll be coming up
2: yeah hopefully um hopefully we got some uh we're gonna have john back in for sure larry yep.
1: wants to do another
2: one larry uh, i know
1: sean does i keep
2: reaching out to sean but he's always busy he's always working yeah I, he's I, a working I, I did you see him. his new truck today yeah i did it's oh, yeah, a nice truck it, tru- it sure is he got him a new fold it's awful nice of his wife to buy that for him. i know she, 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 makeup sales yeah i need to get me a wife like that he buys me stuff
1: that would be awesome. I know. Yeah. yeah I'd yeah, take a truck. I'd take a truck. Jamie, if you got any extra money around, Yeah, <laughs> yeah buy us a truck. truck. <laughs> <laughs> we won't even make you cook for us like Sean does. Right, exactly. I yeah. Yeah. No, we've got some uh, we've got some good guests coming up. Um, Adam Cromerun from Team 200, the TV show. Yeah. He's going to be a guest here coming up. I'm re- reaching out to some people in the industry, the archery industry. To uh, try and get some people on the show that'll have a lot of neat info. Yeah, and able to drop some knowledge.
2: And it, and you can never run out, never run out of info. I just wonder. I just hope we don't get anybody in here that's going to be uncomfortable with my sense of humor. Well, I think we can. I think we can run people. Oh, out. I think it'll happen. <laughs> I think it's going to happen at the championship. I do too. Yeah. I was just thinking. I the think same it's going to happen for sure. Thing. Like I said, I'm. I like. You're gonna have people where they're gonna walk in like they're at the the bees' knees and hot shit. And I'm not even gonna know their name, let alone what they do or what they have done. Or what they're capable or of or what they're capable of. Yeah. And honestly I don't care.
1: You know what? It it's not gonna matter I at the end think of the it day. Does.
2: No. No, no well, the whole point
1: <clears> We gotta we gotta do us and be us and if they don't like it, hopefully they won't come sit down and talk to us. Yeah. Better not. You know, <laughs> I should, maybe I should leave the fireball at home. Oh, uh, that would be a good idea. <laughs> I will not be the designated driver that day. Mm-hmm. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so awesome. He'll be on horseback. Yeah. Horseback riding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but I, I, I do enjoy this podcast. I have a lot of fun. I have a lot of fun interacting with the people who listen and they shoot me a text or send me an email or get a hold of me through Facebook and. I'm like oh my gosh, I loved it. I mean, I get a lot of good feedback from it. I think it's a good thing, and I'm glad we're doing it.
2: Yeah, and if you like the podcast, uh, the best thing you can do is just share it. If you can, you know, I'm not trying to to push it too hard, but uh, yeah, I mean, we're we're just trying and yep. we're trying to get out there. So if you do like it, you like it that much, share it on share Facebook, share it on
1: Facebook, or tell your buddies at work. Yeah,
2: don't yeah, just you know whatever. Uh, we're going to be doing it too so <laughs> yeah oh I do I always tell everybody <clears throat> yeah
1: and it's funny like so one of the guys at work today called me and I missed his call so I had to call him back he's at another store and I said hey man it's Jimmy he goes oh I'm the arrow <laughs> <laughs> so I know that you know some of my coworkers are listening to us
2: I think we're getting a lot better at this than from the first podcast oh I do too a lot better we definitely have better equipment yep yeah so that makes us better Automatically.
1: Makes it sound better. Yeah. You know? Right. I wish my voice sounded this good all the time. It doesn't.
2: It, you get balls. I know. Like this got system gives you balls. Yeah.
1: Balls. Balls deep Yeah, up in this bitch. My voice is actually more squeakier than what it is now. You know what I like? I like when your Kentucky accent comes out and you're like, and fletchings. My I
2: Well,
1: I can't help it. <laughs> your voice gets high. And- I, I'm I'm dead serious when
2: I... Listen to the podcast for the first time. I was completely um,
1: mortified. Yeah,
2: like I thought I lost the accent altogether. Like I, I thought it was. I thought I talked like you do right now. <laughs>
1: I'm not lying. Like a dickweed. Like a dickweed. Yeah, like some city sucker. City sucker. City sucker. <laughs> but yeah, well, sometimes I sound like I have marbles in my mouth. So you do have marbles in your mouth uh,
2: uh, all uh, the time. Some people would call them testicles, <laughs> but Jimmy calls
1: them marbles. I Soul have stem. never had a testicle <laughs> in my mouth, human or hog or whatever. And You know that's a good that's a good trait. That's have you good, ever had mountain
2: oysters? Nope, never had a mountain oyster. No, I haven't nope. either. I, I I just don't want testicles in my mouth either. Yeah, I'm not I'm any not into that way, shape, or form. No,
1: no, not for me
2: either. No, I just don't I don't see the. I don't see why anybody would eat any kind of testicle.
1: Because I've even seen, like... How hungry would you have to be to be the first guy that ever cooked and ate a testicle? Uh, well, I mean, if you think about it, if you were
2: a uh, Native American, you were living back in the day, you know, you killed a buffalo, and, you know, you eat everything from the brains to the tongue to the everything. And then, you know, you got, like, Thirteen pounds of testicles, right there. That's thirteen pounds of meat you didn't have. I so, I mean, I don't exactly know how you go about cooking it, because uh, I, I think d- they fry
1: them. I don't know how the Indians did it, but I think my uncle used to. Well, they fry them, fry them now fry them. because
2: yeah. anything you fry tastes good. That's true. Uh, literally anything. That's true. So, yeah,
1: you can fry my sock right now, and it'd probably be probably good. be pretty good. Crispy and tasty and crunchy. Mm-hmm. A little stringy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I I can't imagine the d- driver. Same way with seafood. Who in the world would have cooked crab legs and thought, oh, you know.
2: Oh, I don't think they did. I think that had to come later. Like way later. Think so? Oh, yeah, for sure. Because you ever seen a crab leg? Like that's not Raw. cooked. Yeah, they're yeah. nasty. It's it's not even it's not even muscle. It's like a liquid. Yeah. type Yeah, it just pours out of it. Yeah. But if you put a little heat to it and some water, it solidifies. It, yeah, it, and then it turns into this awesome Tasty. meat. And yeah, so I don't think I don't I had to be way later. Maybe I don't know. Cause you know all them assholes were just eating fish. You know they were just grabbing fish and eating fish. Maybe oysters. Think so. Yeah, maybe oysters. I mean, cause I mean, you can just eat an oyster, right? If you I say so. They I cook would them? Eat them. Do they cook oysters? I don't know. I, I, I don't
1: know. My or seafood. Clams. Well, Lori likes clams.
2: You know what my seafood consists of?
1: What? Shrimp fettuccine. That sounds kind of good. I'm
2: not going to lie. I like sushi. I'm a big sushi fan. Really? Oh, yeah.
1: See, I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah, I love sushi. I don't mind it. We went one year for Lori's birthday. It has to be good
2: sushi, though. Can't just be There's like. a difference. Yeah, big difference. Really? Yeah, you get some California rolls from. Uh, down there in Terre Haute, the... Uh, Tokyo? From Tokyo. Oh, man, those are orgasmic. Orgasmic? Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> that reminds me of a UFC. We used to do UFC fight nights. We'd get it every month. This is when we lived in Ashmore, and every month I would like try and kick it up a notch on the grill. Uh-huh. So I don't remember what I fixed. I was
2: totally going on a totally different direction with that. we go for it.
1: <laughs> I may have been the venison that was marinated in teriyaki wrapped in bacon or... I started making different kinds of gourmet cheeseburgers. That's cheap.
2: You can't. You can't roll. You can't just wrap stuff in bacon.
1: Why? Because that makes it delicious. I
2: know, but you can. Like, if you want to be a cook, you got to cook the meat. If you want to be a shitty cook, you cook shitty and then (laughs) wrap it in bacon, (laughs) and then make it taste good.
1: So anyway, one of my buddies. (laughs) We're all sitting there eating (laughs) as I ignore Justin. Mm One of my buddies gets a mouthful of whatever it was, and he's like, this is like an orgasm in my mouth. (laughs) And there's like five or six of those guys, we
2: all look at him like, did he really just say that? How many people have orgasmed in your mouth? (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly where that went. It's like, oh, wow. You opened up a can
1: of worms. Yeah, here, let me set this little ball in a tee for (laughs) you. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Orgasmic. Like an orgasm in the mouth. Uh, yeah, that's uh, how good my food is. You know what I really want to try? <laughs> no, I wanna, oh my God, I'm scared to ask. Yeah, right no, no
2: orgasms. Uh, okay. But uh, I don't. I, <laughs> yeah, I should have said that right there. <laughs> I want to try one of those uh, turducken. It's like a oh shirt. yeah, but I, but I saw one. What they did was they took they took a uh, a quail and stuffed it inside of a duck. They stuffed the duck inside of a chicken they stuffed the chicken inside of a turkey and they stuffed the turkey inside of a pig are you serious and then wrapped the pig in bacon <laughs> <laughs> you're such a liar no I swear to god <laughs> you had no going I, I, no I'm not lying whatsoever <laughs> I can google it right now oh, uh, man. epic epic mealtime
1: Epic meal
2: time. Epic meal time. They did. They wrapped the pig. They wrapped in bacon. the pig in bacon. I'm pretty sure they wrapped some of the other stuff in bacon before they stuffed it in the pig. Oh my god! But one of their big things is they got like they
1: that made, way. If it sucks, they're bailed out by the bacon.
2: <laughs> right. They made like a Big Mac lasagna. Oh. That they bought like good. 62 Big Macs. Are you serious? And then and the lasagna plate was about half the size of this table and about and probably about six inches tall. Oh my god! So it was you know a couple feet by six, six inches tall, and they like they would put. They put the big Macs down, they bought a bunch of like cups of that special sauce, yeah, they poured the special sauce in, put cheese, put bacon, and then put more big Macs, more special sauce, more cheese oh my and bacon, and then put it in the oven That's and I don't exactly know what it tasted like, but uh, heaven, heaven.
1: <laughs> 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 like an orgasm in, in your mouth right, right yeah. yeah
2: but they do all they do all kinds of stuff like that and yeah epic mealtime is definitely something you need to look at I'll be darn as if I wasn't fat enough right but I definitely want the the you know all that stuff stuffed together and wrapped in bacon I wrap everything in bacon do you or I'll just cook bacon
1: mm, you yeah. ever had bacon on a smoker
2: <sighs> no I don't uh, I can't say I have wow
1: best bacon you'll ever have really you can buy the cheapest shittiest bacon put it on like a Traeger. yeah and smoke it oh man is it good it's really good bacon 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 like top shelf good top shelf larry good top shelf larry
2: would approve right there. two thumbs up two thumbs up from top shelf larry you know
1: what's funny so larry was on last week and as soon as he talked we're like setting the mics and as soon as he talked i'm like wow larry you got a golden voice right yeah my mom hits me up right afterwards. That Larry has the nicest voice. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: I said, "Yeah, he does."
2: <laughs> I don't think he. Li- I don't think he listened to his podcast. Really? Uh, he said he couldn't listen to it. So he can't listen to himself talk. Really? Yeah. I don't think he. Uh, so he won't hear this right now. So okay. I think he made his wife listen to it and to see if it was okay. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: What Becky say? I don't know. Is I her know, name I, Becky? I, uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah? Yeah. I know another Becky Shaw. That's why yeah. I'm saying Are you, it's Becky. Okay.
2: And uh, sh- uh, But I don't know if she did or not, but he said he had a lot of fun. He wants to come back in and do it again. Good. So I
1: liked Larry. He was, was a little nervous time. at first. Uh, he came around.
2: Yeah, I did. Yeah, he did.
1: I thought he did really good. Yeah, he did pretty good. Well, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. Sure, Williams. I've had a great night. It's a good one. Yeah. It's the first one we've done alone. I know. Ever. I know. Yeah. It's the first. Yeah, that's the first. Probably the worst. I doubt it.
2: You don't think it is? No. You think we did okay today? I think we did. I don't right. remember half the shit I said.
1: See, that's why I like <laughs> listen to him afterwards. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot all about that. Because I'm <laughs> like, spewing bullshit. Yeah,
2: right now I don't remember. I, uh, we talked about bows, And we talked
1: about... We talked about food pots, not talking about food pots. Yeah, we didn't talk about food plots We answered at all. 1,887 questions from Caitlin. Is there no more questions?
2: Nope. That's that, it. that was all the, the questions. I thought Caitlin had another question on there. Uh, Not unless you can find it. Uh,
1: I'm, I'm telling you, I think we need to get the cable, and we'll just call her. Just uh, go, uh, where's it at? Be like, hey, Caitlin, what's up? What's up? <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: when she answers <laughs> fun about stuff, it's be like the old Budweiser commercial. What's, what's up? up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I,
2: I think we got just about all of it.
1: I think we did. I think we need to do it again, though. We need to open up the I don't care if we do it every questions. podcast.
2: Yeah. If just hey, a couple do questions. You guys have questions. Oh, man, that'd be, be cool. And you can ask us anything. As you learned, I will answer whatever question you throw at me in extreme detail. <laughs> um, even if half the details are made up, but I'll still answer them.
1: That's the, that's the mark of a good BSer. Do you think we should do the podcast at the Hog Roast? Possibly. We could. Is there an area quiet enough to do it?
2: Um we go in the house. There you go. Yeah, we go in the house. Let's do it. Have a couple people. Other there's a couple people who are gonna be there. Sean will be there, I believe, yeah. Have the old youper. Oh the old youper. The buckless youper. The old chocolate starfish. <laughs> I
1: think I got a tick in my <laughs> butt crack. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right, cool. Yep. All right. Well, ladies and gents, until next time. Stay wobbly.
0: Goon by